What's that fucking um, movie, or not movie, it's the old Greek tale with like the ship that goes around a different port. Oh, the, port. T- the ship of Theseus, Theseus is it? right. Like that's or, to me. Or Thomas Jefferson's sock or whatever. Yeah, I don't know if that's like a perfect combination of ideas. No, because you're not, that. that's like Chunks of the me. degrading thing maybe I shouldn't add, but your brain is being downloaded to a machine. Sure, but what I'm saying is, oh, like an op- you're not going into another person's body. No, no, no. no that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. You, at best, you're going to be in like in a rudimentary automaton that's not as good of a machine as a human. But like, will I have like fake this. human skin? Would I just be an IM program? Because there's that you're, thing now where if you you're, die, you're clearly a robot. Like, like not as good as the robots from iRobot. Are we talking about Tony Stark, Iron Man number three? But why are you holding us to this point? Why doesn't it continue? Why why can't it then become some sort of real? Maybe later. But the question is, do you want to do it now? No. Are you willing to do it? Now? I think the better thing that I would, or do you want to just die and not have to worry about your consciousness for the rest? Of I your would life? much rather exist like yeah. on the internet. I don't trust my consciousness. Yeah, you should. It's gonna do something terrible. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's the first kill bot. <laughs> yeah, it's actually also just. It's already I mean, a virus. It's funny because it also describes multiple man in a sense because technically they're all coming from the same place, but like uh, each one of them has their own uh, different personality. So it's like life circumstances plus your own core programming is what changes and affects like what's going on. Way to bring it back home, Adam. Yeah, knock that one. This out is Homo Superior issue issue fifty seven. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I'm Brent. And I'm Galen. I'm Clark. And I'm Adam. Are and we talking in really up yeah, tones yeah, every yeah. time we introduce because ourselves? Ryan Coral is in here. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ryan is on a solo mission somewhere. In San Diego? For San Diego. Not for San Diego Comic Con. And it's not what San Diego Comic Con, is it? No, it's, no it's, that was in July. Yeah. I know, but what I'm saying is, I was like, because I just know SDCC, and I'm like, San, Di- it's gotta San be Diego San- Comic Con. Because I was like, SDCC. what other comic? But I'm just like, that's so weird that one of the biggest convention. comic cons. It's the Bi-Con Monfon. No, the Buy My Sci-Fi Con. Yeah, that's it, that's it. Well, we were, uh, but I hope that you got, so we're leaving on a trip this weekend, Kayla and I, for a bachelor party in Canada. Bachelor party. Bachelor party. And we found out it's in Montreal. And I don't know if this is what true. What do you mean we found out it was in Montreal? No, no, no. Oh. You're not well, listening we found to it. Me. It was a surprise. <laughs> no, you're not listening to me, right? Our friend. <laughs> Sitting structure. Why don't you shut the fuck up and just listen to me? Our friends posted a list of all of the like in tune lingo for like gay people yeah, up there. That was crazy. Oh, I'm gonna pull it up because the one that and I hope you laughed at it too, Bishop, hey, which was hey, a bisexual you, Oh the bisexual one, the last hotel one. orgy party. And I'm like, that's literally the by my sci-fi guy. No, Bishop was like, you have to be both into men and women, and like like if you're only into one, you really shouldn't go. On uh, Grinder, do they instead of saying? Are you into, going to one of those? Instead of saying into, I mean, they say, God willing. Well, I, I get that. Yeah, that yeah just I don't know. All over it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if we're gonna go all over it. We'll go ahead. Huh? I mean, no, I'm no. not going to a bishop party. I don't want to have sex with women. Or Speaking men. of bishop, are you gonna go to one of those prostitution places? No, but listen to the. Where's the? Oh, the Strip best club? one. Yeah, yeah, but that place is stupid. The best the one is, is really all bases covered, otherwise known as ABC. Five on one concept one guy is the foundation where are the other five hand hand mouth <laughs> all bases covered not everyone can be a foundation 
Um, <laughs> so now we know where Ryan Paul is. Yeah. That was the guy who controls of Westworld. <laughs> I don't even know where our friend got no, it. I thought it was Thunderdome. One man leaves, five men enter. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Also, I mean, this is like really aggressive. M4BB is a lights out bareback party, which normally starts at 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. Like, what the fuck are you? Like, <laughs> you hate your peak. Like, is that for like people that are just like, I'm not a night person? Well, no, because you want to go do something. You want to go do something after, before the night. Like, oh, really then you something. go to the M for slumber party, which is the M for M party begins at 9 p.m. and spending the night. I where is this? This is like Montreal. No, I meant where are these located and why? And well, why we'll is, find out. Are, are you guys these going like, back to back to back to back to back? No, these are like text spare back to back to back to back to back. You know what do you think CD stands for? Because it means for it's a quaint party. Oh. It says mail for CD slash TV. Clean, clean, disease free. Does anybody say transvestite anymore? Child detectives. That's it. <laughs> Boy wonder. Child, it's a child detective on TV party that you then have. But these are like, words. I mean, yeah, okay. So there's lots of fun, stupid, made up phrases, but they're all the same thing of like, do you know what your teenagers are doing? It's called snarping, and everyone <laughs> is doing. You're like, this is. Thank you, Dateline. Like, yeah. So, I think everyone should be so lucky to be doing ABC all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but not everyone can be the foundation. Not everyone so since we started this with Bishop, let's talk about Bishop and the X-Men. Reel, reel that back I'm reeling it back in about Reel it in, Everyone was working. <laughs> Bishop, come on. We gotta get back to Bishop. We gotta get back to Bishop. Uh, Uncanny X-Men is relaunching yeah. this fall. Woo-hoo. And it's gonna start off as a weekly series. It's got three writers. Kelly Thompson, and who's writing uh, this for Mixed X. Yeah. Matthew Rosenberg, who's doing Astonishing X-Men and, and Matrox Multiple Man. Yeah. Uh, and Ed Brisson, who uh, did a, a run on cable and is also doing Old Man Logan and is doing the Extermination series, which we're going to talk about a little bit later on. So they're starting off with a 10-issue so weekly... So all of this stuff is canceled now, except for that. Basically, yeah. Uh, Disassembled. Yeah. Uh, well, and well, Extermination's a miniseries anyway. So. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, so uh, Uncanny X-Men is going to start off as a 10-issue miniseries, <laughs> weekly miniseries, Dang. called uh, X-Men Disassembled, which evo- uh, is evocative of the... Uh, Brian Michael Bendis Avengers disassembled back in like 2004 2005 they're gonna do something about the team splitting apart and I'm sure the team will come back together the next month better than ever in an arbitrary and stupid way I'm sure but I like all three writers Um, oh yeah they're great um, especially Matthew Rosenberg and Kelly Thompson I think they have a really good grasp of the characters the art's gonna be really nice it's gonna be R.B. Silva who's done a lot of issues of X-Men Gold and X-Men Blue um, when was the last time Uncanny was around? Was uh, it when Magneto's team? Right before, right before Resurrection. Yeah. It was Magneto's team, yeah. Gotcha. And Sabretooth. Arc, what, Archangel was on it. No. Psylocke was on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they were, that was, uh, what was their whole thing? It was thing? very recent. Yeah. How hard is it, like, or do they pick, they alternate issues that they write, or do they all write them together? I don't know how they're going to do it. Maybe uh, depend on voices as well. Yeah. Mm. So, like, um, like the Infinity War movie. So DC Comics, about ten years ago, they, um, a little bit longer actually, had a weekly series called 52. I can't believe that was ten years ago. Um, and they had four different writers, and they each kind of focused on like a different locale and different set of characters. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if that's going to happen. So like, you know, like Kelly Thompson will get like these three characters or four characters... <laughs> Um, Matthew Rosenberg gets these four Ed Brisson gets these four I mean producing ten well yeah so that's a good point because like ten issues one like a one like it's a lot of content to be like on a weekly on a weekly right. basis so yeah so I can like see one. that they have little arcs that they're all writing and then you're going to be able to shift between them that's so, like, basically to your point, yeah. the Infinity War kind of storyline yeah 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 and like 52 um, 
so the promo image had like virtually every X character like that we currently know. Like I mean, Jean and Aurora are right in the middle. They have like Gabby and like Laura are in there. Gambit and Rogue, Bishop, bless <laughs> you. Um, others. The only one I didn't see was OG Logan. Oh, and there's also no long shot and no M. And no X. Was Good. Good. X. Yeah. <laughs> As we'll talk about right. later. We'll talk a little bit about later, yeah. But uh, uh, the promo image look, looks really cool. Uh, and then they released the uh, cover of the first issue. And it's by Lennel Francis, Francis Yu, who's a very good artist. He's doing Captain America right now. But the promo image looked really weak, I thought. For yeah. the, oh, not the promo, the cover. Covers. Well, that was even the, the second one just came out recently. They previewed it's be like it. Twenty. It's or like something. Multiple Man. Well, they did a Multiple Man variant. Yeah, oh, for okay. number two. But just like, like they all look silly. It's everyone just menacingly running towards the camera. Well, yeah, you just they all look weightless, and it doesn't. Yes. Like, perspective is off. But on the cover, it was like Bishop. It was Gene. It was Aurora. Psylocke, Beast. I think. Psylocke. Yeah. De-Asianed Psylocke. Right. Back to like white girl Psylocke. Jubilee. How Elizabeth Braddock. How do they explain that now? Gonna, gonna, it's going to be the last issue of um, Madripoor, Mystery Madripoor. Okay. Because yeah. the cover. Oh right, because she's been so injured. Numbers. Yeah. So Cannonball. Cannonball's coming back to the X Men. He hasn't been part of the X any of the X books for a long time. No, he was in Avengers. Yeah. Really. Jonathan Hickman's Avengers. For ages, yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. And then the one after that. So um, I'm excited um, because I feel like they're finally like giving us like what we want for X-Men yeah uh, but uh, you know and I'm wondering if certain other books are going to end and they started hinting that Weapon X is going to end yeah. as one title needs to thank god well we know that Golden Blue is ending and we'll talk about um, uh, Extermination in a little bit but um, That's Fred, a- Fred Van Lent who's one of the co-writers of Weapon X along with Greg Pak basically on Twitter he said yeah, I'm writing all these books, and Weapon X is about to end, but then, like, Marvel hasn't officially announced it, Greg Pak hasn't officially announced it, so... Oh, he needs to go! It just needs to... I mean, we stopped reading uh, it. Was this, was this Weapon X, like, dead image? I was gonna say, that's I, pretty cool. Uh, I liked seeing all these characters like, dead. dead for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. It brought joy to my heart. Oh, did it really? Yeah. yeah. I was like, fuck Omega. I still don't even Omega understand Red. how Omega, Omega Red dead, is, like, right? in that yeah. part. Like, how... Yeah. I mean, we never finished that storyline, yeah. and I don't want he's to. He's protecting t- a tiger cub. Oh Jesus! I'll tell you that much. And also, he has a more name? evil brother now, so that's why we're supposed to be okay with him. Weapon, oh. Weapon H? No, no, Omega Red. Yeah, so Omega. Like, why so is stupid? Why I is Domino <laughs> even on this team? I don't know. Anymore. That's that's a very good question. So that's ending. Blue and gold are ending. I hope red isn't ending because they haven't. Like started. Tom Taylor has doesn't matter. I mean, they could probably they'd be like, well, it doesn't really fit with this new direction that we're yeah. thinking of. I I just really hope like it doesn't end. I I hope it keeps going. Do we know how sales are doing? Any I think it's, uh, first issue did really well. Yeah, first couple did really well. Um, it's getting a lot of critical acclaim. Like X uh, like X fans are like oh, all yeah. about it. So. I can't imagine. I feel like what I like so far and all that we're reading with that is that Red really has, like, just... Not necessarily a flagship title, but it's literally just removed itself from, like, every other... Co- it's like, whatever, we're going to do whatever the fuck Well, I want. like that a lot. Because it's... What has? When, uh, it, when, when it tries to just move away from yeah. being a part of any of the other stuff that's going on, I don't have to feel like... Yeah. 
like the little nuggets of her and it's also low stakes they're literally trying like i mean i know we're getting like we're not we it's didn't, pretty high stakes. what i mean yeah. is like it takes place on earth they're not going to some random fucking negative zone dimension to fight a giant she demon for four at four issues <laughs> like a cataclysmic uh, yeah. Yeah. super god for four issues they don't like take over the head of a zombie galactus and then like just have to fight yeah. it over time and space no, they're just fighting prejudice yeah. Which is exactly right. what oh, the X-Men was, was supposed to be yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, it gives you the right amount of Namor. Sorry, yeah. re- I should say yeah. realistic stakes as opposed to... I need to more like... Ablantis, though. Ablantis. Yes. Ablantis. Yeah. Uh, so I hope uh, Gold continues. Uh, Web Next likely ending. Old Man Logan is ending, and it's turning into a 12-issue miniseries called Dead Man Logan. Where he uh, gets but... back into the sarcophagus that I've yeah. it, it goes backwards each issue. Yeah, yeah it's like... It's, it's but then slow. you'll he find, just, and then you'll find out what happens to Logan in Dead Ends Part Two, which they're also <laughs> really like Return from the Dead, Logan Four Part Two, Dead Ends. <laughs> <laughs> you find out that the whole time he's just he was just really tired, and he had to go get a like a glass of warm milk. Yeah, to Logan go back to sleep. Logan yeah. takes a nap. Yeah, yeah, love it. It's gonna be a kids book. Uh, I'm into it. I'm into it. Um, and then. Uh, Speaking, keep continuing on X Men, uh, John Byrne. What's so? Uh, what they, they, um, Rosenberg, is that his name? Matthew yeah. Rosenberg. And Taylor have been making fun. Is that her name, Kelly? Thompson. Thompson. Yeah, they yes, had a great Taylor tweet to, storm. They, they had a tweet storm about killing off Gabby. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. And then Tom Taylor's like, how dare you? And then and they kept, like, they kept like going back and forth. Uh, it was yeah. really, really funny. Uh, well, you can do whatever you want in your books. I'm going to do whatever I want in mine. And Kelly says, you can't do anything it. if I chop you into little pieces. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then should we wait until next week when Mad Report comes out? Or should we just talk about the de-Asianing? Of Psylocke. Let's yeah. let's wait until next okay. week. I like to focus in on that. There's a lot. That there, I got a lot of conflicted opinions yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. But I do want to talk about. Um, so John Byrne was one of the major creators for X Men back in the day. He drew the Dark Phoenix saga hmm. and Days of Future Past. He co-plotted it with Chris Claremont. He made Uncanny X Men what it was. But he hasn't worked for Marvel since the year 2000. Um, you okay there, Clark? No. Nope. All right. Uh, <laughs> He hasn't worked uh, since 2000. The last thing he did was a series called X-Men The Hidden Years, and it was about um, the original five X-Men before Giant Size X-Men came out with uh, introduced Nightcrawler, Colossus, Storm, and, and Wolverine. That's fine. But he had a very public break from the company, and um, what's his face? Sibaluski. Uh, Sibaluski. Uh, uh, J.C.J. Jablonski. He's kind of trying to reopen talks with John Byrne, uh, bringing him back. And I... I have to say, I'm not really into that. Uh, I think John Byrne is was very talented back in the day, but he has a very uh, dated and archaic look at the way he does comics and the way he like looks at humanity. He has said some very, very awful things about gay people, trans people. Uh, he made a comment about Jessica Alba when she played uh, Sue Storm oh. in the Fantastic Four movies. He said that... Uh, Anytime there's a Latina with blonde hair, she looks like a whore. Oh my Jesus god! Christ. Yeah, like I mean, he is. That's he, not even a grandpa of Jessica Alba. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, it's all for acting, all you want, but I, still. I thought it was that he wrote something like X Men Elsewhere, Elsewhen, or whatever. And Hidden that's, years, and that's what uh, Sebelewski was interested in, like trying to revamp or something. It just seems like it's a very dated way of like looking at at like the way the X Men written and drawn. You know, I I don't like the idea of like old creators coming back. I mean, Chris Claremont 
um, is a lovely guy, and he wrote some of the best X Men stories. But like every time he's come back, it's, it's been worse and worse and worse. It's you like said we, he should he should be retired like a racehorse with a broken leg, <laughs> and those are his words. So. <laughs> they, those are my words. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like John Byrne, you know, like I loved his art back in the day. I think he's still talented as an artist, but his his points of view are so fucking awful that I cannot separate the art from the artist. Yeah. My question to you, you guys... You should have to. Uh, my question to you guys is, do you think you can do that? Can you separate the art from the artist? Well, now you've told me all this stuff. Yeah, definitely sure not. I'm sorry. But I mean, I don't mean about him specifically, but yeah. just in general. No, in general, like, I can what's, go... What, what's your, what's your line? What's but your like, line? If we follow that line of reasoning, am I not supposed to enjoy Hitler's paintings? <laughs> I just know that I hate Tom Cruise, and I still hated Mission Impossible partially because of Tom Cruise, and I wanted anyone who was up against him to kill him. I can go... I could probably look at older material. I would have no interest in newer material. Like, I think I'm happy to, like, remove the sense of, like... But what's I would your hope line? That what's your line? Like, I mean, like, what is something that even, like, you'd be okay with looking at new material... But like something that would be. I think as long as I would punches his nephew in the face. I mean, I think the end. I mean, at the end of the day, I think the thing is, is like, it's kill. Like, I think there is some sense of kill your idols because there's obviously like tons of scientific discoveries and like all this other like philosophical discoveries of people that are like awful people in real life. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I, my biggest concern would be like, is there something that I would be frustrated with a person that they do that today? And it's like, if I am, I mean, there's tons of people that I'm conflicted about on an ongoing basis today. I still choose to say, to consume their content, but I would also then hold them accountable to their actions or simply have a different perspective on them and not believe they're like Jesus among men kind of idea. I mean, I would probably say that, you know, if it's a modern writer, then it's only our creator that once I've discovered that they've done something wrong, I stop enjoying new content. Mm-hmm. But also that when I'm looking at any uh, creator, I apply the standard of were their morals and views uh, uh, abnormal for the time frame, and have they had time to change those views and did they ever express that change? Right. Um, and if they like, haven't... An evolution... I, uh, yeah, people, evolution, yeah, yeah, yeah. people should have opportunity to change. For I, I, sure. And like, I, we've all said shitty things in our past. Like, you especially. Yeah, well, about I mean, Kalen especially. I mean, <laughs> earlier this evening, I just like insulted you poor, like very badly, Adam. So I feel. Yeah, I don't feel bad about told it. Told me actually. my back tits were hanging out. It made me feel very sad. <laughs> oh my God, what? that was a compliment. You look great. I love the nipples. You look great from both sides. Now your titties are out on both sides. That's great. Yeah. I hear someone's politics and it's awful or something. I start. Reading that into their work, yes. So I'm like, oh, Bill gosh, is that what they're trying? Very yes, hundred percent. And the guy wrote, wrote yeah, no, I know. I feel like knowing that now. I finished reading Fables all the way through, and but I knew for like the last sixty issues that he was probably going to throw as much right wing yeah. propaganda. Uh, yeah, Ron Howard, huge Nazi supporter. I, I know. Wait, what? No, that's one of the running jokes in uh, in the new season of Arrested Development. Yes. That's funny. They basically portray him as, like, a Nazi spy. Well, yeah, that's, like, obviously a dead zone. I think, like, rape is a dead zone. I think uh, Nazi is, a, like, white supremacy is a dead zone. Like, there's certain if things where like I'm just going to, like... Yeah. Well, no, they've... And especially they've committed it. <laughs> well... I mean, I don't know how many people know, that just, like, I'm love pretty, rape that don't do it, Clark. I don't quite understand. <laughs> 
Uh, I also think it's kind of weird. Um, I'm especially about the X Men. If people have uh, less progressive views, like yeah, how X- could you? Write I, I mean, X- yeah, X Men is about like you know a minority group that is fighting for a world that hates and fears them. Like, I think you have to be left of center right. to be able to to really write it well and yeah. like be able to like empathize with the characters. I don't know. I I really I, I really hope that. Marvel doesn't give John Byrne work that would make me very disappointed in the company very disappointed in the editor yeah but okay so like it, like it also depends on the quality of work they're producing because if Alan Moore was like you know I've never really liked gay people I'm like well I'm not gonna stop reading Alan Moore but you know I don't know how much of an effect he's going to have on the amount of rights gay people have you know I well so like Orson Scott Card was actually a writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, like, people... Like, he had some very terrible views about gay people. Yeah. And he wrote, you know, like, Ender's Game, and then he he did a lot of comics for Marvel. He wrote, like, a lot of, like, the uh, stuff in the Ultimate series, like Ultimate Iron Man. Uh, Yeah. And I didn't read it because I don't care how good a writer he was. I was like, he had such negative views about gay people. I'm like, I cannot... I I don't think he's that good of a writer. So, to me, this isn't a no... This is a non-issue. Spaceship child murderers? (laughs) Is that your thing? I mean, like, like, what would be a good example of somebody being, like, that creative and then they have such abhorrent views? I actually thought of one just now as I say this. Uh, but, like, somebody... Is it me? It's you. Yeah. Well, no, you're not that creative <laughs> yeah. and you have really bad views. Uh, Morrissey. Oh, yeah. Because I was Grant a huge Morrissey fan, but, like... Morrissey Grant. Grant Morrissey. <laughs> Enough about Grant Morrissey's <laughs> X-Men run. No, I mean, Pat Morrissey, the guy running against yeah. uh, Joe Manchin in West Virginia. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Morrissey is a very talented musician. I used to love him, and, like, he has some very fucking awful racist views. Oh, he's a views. fucking lunatic. That's he's him. a lunatic racist. What I'm, yeah, what I'm saying is the degree of artistic ability you have balance has to, like, balance out the degree to which you support... Terrible things. Some awful thing. Like if I found out, you know, well, you are you already get the point. But like if if Alan Moore said more things, like if he just kept tirading every single chance he got about a gays were evil and he went on like stump speeches or whatever to talk about, yeah, that, I, I would degrade him more. But if he just kind of offhandedly say, you know, I never really liked those gays. It's the grandpa. <laughs> it's like a grandpa effect. Like it's like people just grew up and sometime their brains are fucking like melded to what's ever going on. There's lots of people that evolve and change, and then there's some people that just don't. Like. I don't... That doesn't make them any better or worse, but that doesn't mean they're inherently these evil, malicious people. Frank Miller uh, became more and more conservative, and uh, also his work, like, decreased in quality. Well, obviously. So, I correlation like, or causation? I always like when someone that I don't respect and don't like suddenly starts saying awful things. Because like, then you get like it fulfilled. Yeah. And then he had his whole sh- Shatterstar gay thing, and I was like, good, that helps me out to hate him even more. Like, I know. Like, it's, what, but what, if, he, what, what if he'd been, like, super positive about it? He'd been like, I'm really glad that he well, Shatterstar gay. Would you have been that, like, eh. I wouldn't have done anything about it, but yeah, I mean, I just like to have those two positives, or two negatives together. Well, that makes it easier to hate somebody. This sounds like a battle of opinions, and meanwhile, the battle of mutants, that would have, yeah. yeah. The battle of mutants is beginning. Take a stand. Oh again. What was that? What is that? Fucking no. I just wanted to get you two. Take to, a stand. I wanted to get you two to shut up. We're at war. Yeah, because as if you didn't get enough of having to choose a side during Civil War, every other fucking kind of superhero show that requires you to take a side when there's two hero sides involved. X Men Last Stand. The gift, exactly. <laughs> We're talking about TV now. But the no. gift 
Unexpected is back. <laughs> Thanks for that, Clark. Yeah, we're in TV news land now, where you have to choose a side, and we've chosen TV. Yeah. Um, so You're either g- with us on TV or TV. Or or CD. Yeah. Uh-oh. 1,000% Hellfire Club. I know. You guys, there's not enough of us for an ABC right now. I'm really disappointed. What does that mean? What do you think we're doing to this microphone? <laughs> well, I love, I love, it can't be the foundation. It's four guys, one cup with this microphone. Oh my god! I love well, what so, they're doing with Reva Page. So who is that? In she it was in three issues. She was one of Shinobi Shaw's. Um, Shinobi Shaw. Yes, yeah, Shaw. Oh like, yeah. Bastard son. Bastard son. Ninja whatever. Shan. Yeah, so he, she was in like three issues. She is totally different. I think they just picked her because they had nothing else to do. No other character they I needed to play. I love the deep cuts. Wasn't she previous? She was known as the Black Queen, right? What? She was known previously on the Black I think Queen. She was white. Inner Circle of the uh, Hellfire Club. Well, once a, pretty on the nose, if you ask me. There's Benazir Tower. <laughs> the White Queen. <laughs> so. Um, she, I don't remember her the actress's name, but she played Annika in Empire for ages. Uh, Briar, Grace Briar. Yeah. Well, well I love. I the, like her a lot. The cuckoos are she here. She plays terrible really well. They're leaning like the show definitely was was a pleasant surprise season one, and it got really good when they introduced the cuckoos and like the Hellfire yes. Club, and they're just leaning into that yeah. in this trailer, and I'm like so excited. So uh, did structure? Uh, did the Strucker father have a moment where he was like phaser? It looks with like he's discovering he's power. Like, yeah. yeah, I remember like he like his father like made him take some drugs. Suppressed yes. suppressed it, yeah. So maybe his mutant powers are. Thank God. Oh, I, I just didn't know if there was like some moment in the last season I forgot where he like. Got hit with a microwave, and now he's like, "Oh, boo, boo, boo!" No, the now I just picture someone throwing a microwave at him, and suddenly <laughs> it would be like it fell out of an apartment yeah. complex. And yeah, it like, would be oh, a wasted opportunity mutants. with uh, with like the parents still being around and not having oh, powers. Terrible. Like yeah, it would make no something. sense. Do you know who we don't see at all in this? Who? Uh, the Von Strucker boy. The yeah, boy. Was so, we'll the girl there too? Yeah. Yes, yeah, we, we saw her very briefly. We don't, we don't see, them, see them much because they don't really. Well, like Warpath's not really. There's a couple of people that are kind of just. No, we saw we saw Thunderbird. Yes. Well, the, but they don't they don't show them much. It's mostly about the cuckoos. Well, because they want to save this shirtless Thunderbird. Oh well, for when you know. When oh, for that. sweeps week. Yeah, I got sweeps. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we know. I think we talked about it before. Oh, go ahead. Time with the gifted. Yeah. Okay, go. So Morlocks are back with a new original mutant named Twist. Yeah, I can't wait. I was going to call him Twirl. I was going to bring it up. <laughs> I talked about him last week. What do you think his powers are going to be? This is, this or their powers. Plot twist. Know it's more and more plot twists. I feel like they'll be able to bend reality. Sure. Uh, like twist. Well, you apparently have no idea for powers. Polaris has her kid. So yeah, you see that. Oh yeah, and uh, uh, a police officer apparently stabs a guy. Look at this. Watch when they're on the floor. It's super stabby in the motion, but I know it's a nightstick. Bam! Stir. Uh-huh. And stir. then um, they're going to introduce more of the cuckoos. They've oh, the other two. Oh, because oh, five. It's exciting. Yeah. The real question on everybody's mind: uh, Polaris's long hair. Do you like it or? Yeah, no? I needed it. I'm into it. Happy for it. I'm just glad she's not stuck in prison anymore and that a comic book isn't stealing that plot line. (laughs) (laughs) That only lasted for an issue and a half when they created a new team just so they could... Uh, Fuck you, X-Men Gold. Uh, (laughs) Moving on to worse television, uh, Marvel's Runaways is coming back as a full Netflix release kind of thing. It's going to be on Hulu, but they're releasing it all 13 episodes at once starting in December. Oddly, right before Christmas. That's a good choice funny. to get rid of those fucking things. It's knocking out of the well, way. 
uh, you know, that I means we can actually speak about it really quickly at one time. That's exactly <laughs> right. We can like one and done. Boom! It's like pumping. You dunk. guys know we're gonna do a special episode on Runaways, right? Oh yeah, we're gonna have a very special episode that's gonna last two minutes. Yo, did Runaway! It, it it's just gonna <laughs> say no. Did, did did it happen? It happened. The yeah, show was terrible. So uh, but it's smart for them because they, un- I think, they understood how slowly paced the first season was, <laughs> and like waiting each week to watch that drip, 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 drip nonsense was terrible. Well, they're dragging out the first like trade paperback to like God knows how many seasons. Like they've literally still have. I mean, I don't know where they're going with the story, but well, the they fact that they ran just away. ran away now yeah. is fucking insane. I want there to be a show that's called The Parents of the Runaway. <laughs> well, the parents were just as bad. You know, there's gonna that be stupider. every like three episodes. There's gonna be another big episode where it's just the drama of the parents. I bet. Well, they said they were gonna dial back the parents a lot. Ugh. So that's probably it's it's equally bad. It's equally good. It's equally bad. <laughs> it's um, like I don't I don't think I, I'm feeling ambivalent towards that. The fact I mean, now that I it's that it's gonna be released simultaneously makes me think. Oh, they're not really streamlining this at all. They're just hoping that the magic of binge-watching allows you to blur boring moments together. I mean, I think it's proof that a 13... I mean, Netflix Marvel shows have proven that 13 episodes is not a good amount (laughs) for content. It's a lot. Slice and dice. What, um... How many... I don't know, this is totally unrelated, but related. In terms of Hulu, um... Has anyone seen Castle Rock? No, but they just got a second season. Not great. But oh. yeah, for the second season, With but, the then, but they, <laughs> but they do it episode by episode so by episode, stupid. and it's the it's their number one like most watched by block show. releasing. Yeah, they released all of it. No, they released it one by one by one by one. Uh, they released the first. It just depends on the show. They released the first three at once. Yeah. Well, the eleven twenty two sixty three. Did they just buy a bunch of rights to weird to Stephen, Stephen King, King stuff? Story? I think yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Stephen King has a Netflix deal with did that, it, and then Hulu did it because yeah. Netflix has a bunch of Stephen King. It's watchable. Stories. Yeah. Well, I mean, and like uh, Handmaid's Tale is doing really well. For yeah. Handmaid. That was written by Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Cool. It's picking up twenty. Well, so not handmaids, but the uh, Runaways is picking up twenty four to thirty six hours after the events of the season one finale, which I don't remember because I never watched 24 it. Twenty four to thirty six. They ran away. <laughs> and then uh, Arsenic named Old Lace because we found out she's into old movies. A plot that we didn't know, or, or a plot point we didn't, didn't know about until about. the the finale. Okay. Yeah. And then they. Um, mm-hmm. I, let me. Did it end with them like standing on a mountainside with like a sun setting and going. Like there was yeah. just like a din and then like you know it wasn't face the Lion dreams. King. I mean, uh, like no, it's basically right. I, I know the music. <laughs> <of Dying. laughs> no, they were they, like it showed them. Like what do we do now? The and they're like we don't know. And, and then, old lace like, it was just assumed out. they probably had her in a bucket, and then the bucket was running around. So I thought that the, the old that. lace thing from the comics was that uh, she loved theater. Yeah. Because I thought Arsenic Old Lace was a play. It was a play. And it was and a play to make a movie. They, yeah. they could. They're like, there's no way any kid would ever be interested in theater. Children don't know what theater is. Yeah. Fuck it. It's um, a movie. They're supposed to tie it into the MCU, which yeah. I find really interesting. Who cares? A breadcrumb. Someone's going to disappear, I oh, guess. the incident. They'll talk about the incident. The incident once. Yeah. That was still my favorite from Luke Cage. They're What's like, going on in Louisiana? They were like, do you know that green guy? Are you stronger than the green guy? It's like, are you fucking so dumb you can't even reference the Hulk in your own goddamn interconnected TV series? <laughs> well, <laughs> I actually like that a little bit because all the other characters are like really well known, but the Hulk is more mysterious, so people just have all the these other guy. names for him. Yeah, I mean, if I was a he Jeff Harold, if I was a Marvel exec, yeah, I'd be like, "This is ridiculous." Everyone calls him Jonathan. <laughs> uh, I don't know his name was Jonathan. I don't know. 
let's leave the wonderful world <laughs> of California and go into space. Space, space, space. 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 Um, in the far future, I think. Right? Isn't that when Star Trek takes place? In the distant past, the past future. Uh, Ethan Peck. Grandson of the fame actor Gregory Peck is gonna be. Wait, really? Uh, yeah. yeah, he's totally gonna be Mister Spock. Spock. Yeah, a lot of CK names there. He made. He met the family. Who is Gregory Peck? What's that guy up to? Gregory Peck he's dead. Is he the actor? Yeah, no, just give been... me something. Stop making fun of me. Let's go. <laughs> what's he up to? What's he up to? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like, what was he in? Uh, what? To Kill a Mockingbird? Yeah, To Kill a Mockingbird. Okay. You know him, yes? You That's know my drag about? name. <laughs> he was a looker. To Kill a Mockingbird? Yes. I know. I... Straight star. Oh. Yeah. Gregory Peck's yeah, Digital style, if you will. Yeah. He's, he's a um, Are you kidding? That he's smoldering. Atticus he's Finch. Good. He's no uh, Marlon Brando in the 50s. Ethan Peck was in 10 Things I Hate About You? Who well, wait, okay. Who would you pick? Uh, young Clint Eastwood or young Marlon, Marlon Brando? Young Marlon Brando every day of the week. I pick Clint Eastwood. I, I yeah, I'd say I mean, he's hand, I wouldn't say no. I would young pick, Marlon Brando. Oh. Yeah, it's a would you rather? I want Clint Eastwood's son. Is that who it is? That's Scott, son? Yes. Scott yeah. Eastwood. Yeah. Okay, Scott Eastwood or. Mary Fuck Kill, Marlon Brando, today. Scott Eastwood. <laughs> he's, he's dead. <laughs> Mary Fuck Kill, <laughs> Gregory Peck, also dead. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, anyway. Ethan Peck or Scott Eastwood? Uh, Scott Peck. Eastwood. Ethan Peck. Scott Eastwood has that, like, no, lip, definitely Scott Eastwood. Lip biting thing that I'm into. <laughs> like, like you know, like a he, little. Yeah, he bites you until your lip bleeds. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, Actually, yeah. Clark is the one who bites. Yeah. Um, um, Scott, Ethan Peck's eyebrows are slowly merging together. I'm into it. Yeah. Um, there is that unibrow model on Instagram that has millions of followers. I don't care. So Ethan Peck can do it. It's just not what I'm into. What's your? He's still gorgeous. What's your take on him being Spock? Yeah, on Yuck, young Spock. Young Spock. That's a terrible. That's what all the kids are calling. Did you know that he was in the Hello, Doctor Yuck. Passport to Paris, starring the Olsen twins. That's what that movie was. Olsen's first on-screen kiss, everybody. Wow. Oh. He was on the 70s show, too. I don't know who this person is. No. I've never seen him before. Um, it's the third person. So much about him. <laughs> it's the third person to ever play Spock. Leonard, Leonard Nimoy. Nimoy. Zach Quinto. It's a, the second straight person to play yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. allegedly. I, Leonard yeah. Nimoy was such a bottom. I thought Leonard Nimoy did have rumors about like having hooked up with guys previously. I'm sure he did. Uh, it was the it's, it's 70s. 60s. 60s. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know. I don't yeah, know. It was some time. It's so young. I mean, I, I think... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was the odds, yeah. right? Is that when that happened? It was a different time. <laughs> I mean, we knew that we knew that Discovery was going to start bringing in some of the original cast, obviously, so Spock makes him look more sense. So just so I'm aware, so Leonard Nimoy was when he was older, but then they rebooted it, and they rebooted the timeline where he's younger. The Abram-verse, yes. But then also... But Leonard Nimoy was also in the first Star Trek movie. Right, because then they read, like, the whole thing, like, collapsed on itself. Yeah. Yeah. But then this Spock is taking place... Before any of the Abramverse movies happened. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because technically the Abramverse still exists within the TV universe. They just rewrote the storyline. The Vulcans of, age slower. Right? They do. They're yeah. like they're, they like live to be 150 to 200 years. Uh, I think. Yeah. Someone call up uh, Ryan Rexrod. Or Jason Coleman. Is that line. part? Uh, of let's stick with our mic. Doesn't have the the range. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have, like, Tarantino ones that. Oh right. Also, did you hear like last week that both Chris Gross, both 
Chris Pine and uh, Chris Hemsworth. Chris yes, Hemsworth that's right. Are big not news. Be in the new, new Star Trek. So what the fuck down. are they gonna do? Because it's supposed to be about the two, those two characters. I don't know. So yeah, give up, give up. They should. I mean, after the last, the last couple, the first one Beyond I really was enjoyed, not very good. Beyond wasn't very good, but it was better than In Darkness. In Darkness was terrible. Beyond was also just very low budget. Like well, I remember we watched it, it like an episode of TV, one right? Is the third one. Yeah, I saw that. It was a very strange. It felt very Ireland. weird. Oh, you know why? Because it was di- it was directed by Mick G, wasn't it? No, no, no. Or like one of the Fast and Furious directors. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mick Jagger. Which okay. used to be Mick G. So I was pretty. Yeah, Mick G didn't pretty do Fast and Furious. Mick Jagger, I guess. Oh, he did. He did Charlie's Charlie's Angels. Angels. Oh, and Antoine Yelchin's dead still. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is true. That's true. Uh, Anton Yelchin. <laughs> there is no one left to be in this movie. Yeah. Zoe Saldana is like, I've got enough. Yeah, 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 I got shit to deal with the guys. Zachary Quinto does like a back on Broadway. Supposed to be the villain. No, because no, he was, the he was his father in the first one. He's still in the first one he if you was, go back uh, to it. Yeah, Kirk's father. Uh, there was going to be some yeah. time travel nonsense so that he t- teamed up with his father. Oh. Which well, obviously can't happen because well, I mean, it's a classic tale. Well, they weren't getting paid, which just means that they're probably running out of budget even less. Yeah, they, they, the it was budget no, I mean, I think once Abram A man not getting paid his worth in Hollywood? I've never heard of that. Well, Abram leaving the franchise definitely like made it just fall apart. They want to take pay cuts. Yeah. So. Especially if they're going to be in the movie more than they were in before, and they're going to take a pay cut. I don't know. Well, landing from space and flying all the way to Japan. Uh, one yeah, punch man. Wait, wait, wait! Why did it land in Japan? <laughs> no, because you just you go up and then you come down. Okay. You know how hard it is to land a spaceship somewhere you, you didn't on. start. No, that's what they do all the time. That's well, what oceans are for. One Punch Man is coming back, and I bet none of you care. But I just started watching it today, so I care about I didn't this news. Like it? I watched it. You didn't like it? I didn't. I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't I care. love it. Oh, you did watch. It. Okay, because yes. I knew you would love it. When I was I watching, I was like, Brett will love this. Because it's a story fundamentally about what if you don't ever face any challenges? How does like a character develop and grow and exist in the world when they've got nothing that can stop them? And so it's kind of like, I don't know if it's satire or parody, but uh, it's making a funny commentary of a lot of anime and a lot of superhero stories uh, that's great. I'm super excited for it. Yeah, I watched uh, about halfway through, and I greatly enjoyed it. I want to consume the rest of it, but I had to read the comics for to, for today. Um, but I thought, what did you like about I it? I watched it all the way through. I just wasn't interested. I don't know. It didn't catch me, but I felt like I needed to complete it so I could have an opinion on it. It's also very fast. One of my favorite things that I love about TV shows like One Punch Man, uh, even Glow, a lot of Netflix TV shows that are actually really tightly paced is every episode feels like a full progression of a storyline, so that yeah. by the time you get to the end of the season, you're like, oh shit, how did that even start there? Because when I thought it was going to be a lot more elongated about him having like depression and ennui, and then yeah. within like two episodes, he's obviously still a very disaffected superhero, but like he's got his partner who's great, the robot. It's kind of procedural, and each episode focuses on the other characters who... The things that are happening, the monsters that are attacking their lives are very important. And they, full, they have these full stories, and then it's all wiped away right, in the last right. minute because there's no real conflict. So uh, would you say that you could watch each individual episode and like 
feel like you're getting a full story or I think it's a much more I think to your point the villains get their own sort of self-contained storyline but their overall storyline for both him and his uh, robot partner are actually it's very that's what I like so much about it because there's also a teaser to the next episode and ever at the end of every credits and it like literally is so easy to watch, like binge because you're just like glowing through. I don't it. think it works uh, as standalone episodes because the emphasis is repeatedly trying to change and succeed and grow, and so you need to see the procedural element of it yeah. in order for that. I think that philosophy to sink in. Got it. Got it. Uh, I, did you watch it in Clark? Did you watch it dubbed I or not? I never watch it dubbed. Never watch anything dubbed. I don't even know if it's available dubbed. It is. On, oh, on Netflix, it's only subbed. No, you can do it dubbed. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I must have flipped subtitles. I hate, and I hate dubbing. dubbing. Dub titles. I hate dubbing. titles. <laughs> so this is. Uh, I watched this show. You remember the sh- the movie Your Name? Yeah. Which was so. Oh, they made good. a new one. Yeah. Like called like Flavors of Food, something. Fl- yeah, flavors yeah. of Food. It is the most boring thing. Uh, there's an. Into- I purposely put that dubbed because there's a 15 minute thing that's just like this guy talking about how much he likes soup. And then he travels someplace and like I remember this soup because my girlfriend liked it. It's just the most boring thing. Don't watch that fucking show. Oh, Into it. It's it's hilarious. Um, I made well, Denny watch it. The, the funniest day. thing is that so the original season came out three years ago, yeah. and they just announced that the second season is coming out eight months from now. So buckle up and maybe enjoy those thirteen ep- twelve under, episodes under all over again. A different production studio, which is important because the animation style is probably going to be different. Mm. But they say, well, the reason we're doing it this way is because we want to get it right. It's going to be better or worse? Because mm. I remember when. Um, when X-Men, the animated oh, series, God, changed yeah. from oh, Japan to Korea to save money, and it looked like garbage. Oh, so bad. And it didn't look good in the first place. I could see I could see it going both ways, because some of the stuff looks great in the first season, and then some of it... Some of the fighting scenes like are too stylized, um, but I'm happy to finish it, so I'm glad we have this new story, because I wanted to be well-versed in mm-hmm. it. Excellent. Yeah. Um, and on a sour note, all the way back to the U.S., but maybe also a little bit of Australia... Ruby Rose quit Twitter because of a Batwoman backlash. Will you shut up? She's Australian? Yeah. Wow. Wait, what? what? I was telling him to shut up because of the way he was doing this. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were looking at me. I wasn't even saying it. Oh, I, I look at the wrong um, thing all the Super time. disappointing. I think it's better that people just do that so they don't have to deal with all the fucking I ridiculous just, like, torture. You know, this just annoys me about, like, like, toxic fandom. It's like, yeah, you're not... Not everything's going to be your cup of tea. Not everything's going to be great. Like, but stop being shitty... To people who create stuff or are actors, it's just like you know, it's like I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not. I'm not. Being an adult yeah, about your criticism. Yeah. Well, be, don't threaten it, them. Don't say uh, that. Like, you know, they're garbage gonna... people. I mean, part of it is also the <clears throat> identity politics litmus test. Like, because Ruby Rose has said uh, waffling statements about her sexuality, even yeah. though she said, "I'm not." Straight. Yeah, she's never really been like she's gender the, fluid, the right? Most yeah, strong when it comes to identifying herself in the community. Well, she's, she has said, "I don't want to be a part of it," which I, a lot of uh, other <clears throat> lesbian fans really thought. Well, this was an opportunity to have a character who was really out and strong in sure. the community. Well, that's what I was talking about. The whole women, the lesbians in the DC theater scene, were talking. They were offended. Oh, by they were offended well. by it. Um, um, I mean, if someone said, some, one of us said, like, this is 100% perfect casting in terms of who she is, and I was like, no, it's not. For, like, her. I don't think any of us said that. I someone just think, 
I think. think. Well, I don't know. No, I think no. we're check all, the tapes. From the look. <laughs> no, we said, oh, have receipts. we said it's 100% perfect casting from her looking like a superhero. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe Not that, like, yeah. Else. No, I, I don't think anybody thought, like, she knows Someone she's like, a Someone get my creep. receipts. <laughs> well, anyways. <laughs> but, like, people just stop being shitty to creators. Just stop being shitty to everyone. Like, I mean, yeah, except for Adam. Then it's bad. I guess I. Yeah, thank you, Clark. Don't listen to us. It is bad. I just don't like it when people. I mean, maybe you might want to make more of a social message out of the casting choices you have, but I, I feel like a lot of fans want to judge who is cast for a role before they've seen that person acting mm-hmm. it at all. Right. Because they did it for Heath Ledger, which everyone loves. They did it for Charlie Cook. Yeah, and, uh, but you've got Daredevil. They do. But I think in this case, Cox, for, Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. For this yeah. particular complaint, you've got a balancing act because that's precisely like, and I get it. This is a much smaller deal, still a deal to some people in terms of someone being adamant in their sexuality versus more open to their sexuality in public. But it's like. Are we supposed to wait to see how Scarlett Johansson does as a transgendered person? But, but that, That's sorry, a little different. I think that's a little different. The other thing is that, like, we're talking about this, that she's not, like, straight-up lesbian, blah, blah, blah. There are so many issues with identity politics in film where, like, even, like, Crazy Rich Asians, which just came out this I week. I really want to see it. Where, yeah. like... Not all of them are, are Singaporean. I was just like, gonna, so yeah. People are furious that one is half white or one is Korean, and the other I was just gonna say, like, literally at the point, some point we're gonna get to the point where you have to be exactly this thing yeah. in order to be able to be like accepted. By I, yeah, I, I, I conflict. I'm, I'm a little conflicted about that. I, I, like I, British I, people can only put British people, and it, it, I don't know what's gonna happen in the future. Right? Yeah. So maybe it'll work in terms of her being at least part of the community, but not perfect. If I don't. I don't know. It's stressful. I think on that point, just to kind of wrap this up and then move on to the additional television, is the idea that, like, I think when things are supposed to make a real adamant splash, that's what people are really looking for. So to have, like, a lesbian main character that fights crime on the show, people want to see, like, their lesbian representation. For Crazy Rich Asians, there are probably some people that want to desperately see exactly what they want to see. But it's also all, you know, baby steps. Like, what... Like, that's prior. But I think... I was just watching Kim's Convenience, which is a really great... Uh, I tried it, didn't I? I tried I, it. I'm so sad that you don't do like it. it. But they have... Uh, it's mostly all Korean actors, except for, like, the brother and his friend are... I think um, the brother's Chinese, and then the friend is Chinese and Filipino. And, like, no one's going to cause an uproar over a fucking Canadian comedy show that's on Netflix. But, like, yeah. it's also not looking to make, I think, mm-hmm. that impact or be... Re- re- renowned for the fact that it's doing XYZ things. but Yeah. Uh, well, this would be the point where we talk about uh, Venture Brothers because episode two came out and I've just started watching it. <clears throat> it's great uh, so far. Really enjoyable plot structure. <laughs> but I we would have a game wow. here. We, we would have a game here, but work has been really terrible for me, so I haven't been able to come up with a game, and Kaylin's not uh, good at coming up with games. Uh, sorry, Kaylin. I know you I'm really said not. that to me in, co- in confidence. <laughs> Kaylin said I'm the worst at making games. No, I said you were the worst, and then somehow you. Uh, were... That's not how I heard it, but you said something about Saul. Your hearing is disagreed. also the worst. Um, yeah. So we don't have a game. We don't but, have a game, but we will have a game oh, next week. Let's just play a quick game because you watched the two episodes. What'd you like? What'd you hate? Um, 
would you I like the episodes hate you something yeah. who would you mate who would you mate with on the show <laughs> let's just get to the Rock, let's, get to, yeah. let's get to the tough Rock Samson really I don't like his hair oh his hair is terrible but he's a how old are the sons I'd probably pick D they're like 14 oh, D no, no. Like skinny Dean. Yeah. Yeah. no no they're like they're like college age okay good are mature yeah they're in college yeah. now no. I like Maybe them both cheap. Wait, which? Oh, this guy. I do like Dean the most. I think Dean's too. the brown-haired one. Yeah, yeah, I like him more. But Hank is so like I love his stupid, stupid optimism. Oh, I love I it. it. I hate it. It's so he's so I don't dumb. I like his outfit. What about that fake? Uh, uh, one of my favorite things that happened in the episodes uh, was that um, there's a building that's now been activated by the deceased father uh, of Jonas uh, Jonas Venture. Of Jonas Venture, who yeah. has been sitting in a machine. Slowly collecting the bodies of rats' blood in order to form his body. Oh god! And now he's become—he's starting to move an entire <coughs> building with his own uh, computer circuits. What I love about great moment, it's, uh, <laughs> classic television TV history. Oh yeah, it's great. Uh, what I love about the show is the intricate plotting. Like they brought back uh, something from like the third season that was like a throwaway, like like three scenes in one episode that was like I never thought they would bring it back but they did mm. and um, it was an important integral part yeah, of the story it really was and um, I just love the attention to detail I mean it started off as a show that was like an homage or like a parody of like Johnny Quest and like comic books and other things that the creators like and then they created their own mythology out of it which oh. I love and episode 2 can you make sure by the way can you make sure every time we talk about this weekly you mention that that's where it started from and that it was homage and that you love it yeah I will <laughs> is there enough women representation in this or what do you think there's I mean, that Dr. Sass's girlfriend is the best but oh, she's yeah. really yeah uh, but voiced by a man. So oh, totally. right. oh right she's, yeah. got a, she's got a great like husky that's voice that's right but she always attacks people for their sexism uh, she broke two guys' necks because they were flirting with her. Yeah. Um, the um, the whole epi second episode was a parody of Jaws, and it was very funny. So you have that to look forward to. And Clancy Brown is doing voice acting on the Clancy. show. He's in like every, as Brent pointed out to me earlier today, he's, he's in, in every he animated was Surter. He's in uh, oh. SpongeBob SquarePants as the lobster guy. Uh, he's in. He's been an Archer. I he's love. Been in, he was Lex Luthor in the Superman cartoon in the nineties. Ooh, I love his voice. His voice yeah. is like it's very. He was the bad guy in Highlander, the original Highlander. So uh, he's been in, a, and he was in Lost. Um, he was in a couple episodes uh, of Lost, and he was in uh, Daredevil season two. <laughs> you were gonna say Daredevil the movie? Wasn't he like Punisher's like former commander? Yes. Yes. He oh, was. that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, that guy love fucking, fucking turns every, up everywhere. But he's also in like every animated cartoon. Yeah. Well, so he plays a character named the Red. He's got Death. a face for radio for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, he plays a character named the Red Death, who is like the most terrifying villain. But like he's just like villainy is my day job. You know, when I come home, I'm a family man. I've got a daughter. I've got a lovely house. I've That's got a beautiful fine. wife. My wife has convinced me, you know, we've got to retire. So this is part of my pension plan. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's a great way to, like, just come up uh, with, like, a crazy villain. But uh, What's up comics? Let's talk about some comics. So first up, extermination number extermination. one. Extermination. Or as I like to call it, send those five idiots back to yes. their time. Yay. Uh, so the issue was actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. One, the art is fucking beautiful. 
just like really really nice. Um, it felt very tight. I enjoyed reading. It did feel very tight. And also uh, we had two yeah. deaths. It's really nice. <laughs> it's like tight and wet. After getting fucked so long by a series, it's really nice to get back. So Pepe Pepe Laraz was the artist, and Ed Brisson is the writer who we talked about earlier. Um, you know, they kill off Bloodstorm. Thank God. I mean, we knew that was going to happen. Especially I'm just so livid. I, it's what's so, the point? Why did we waste fucking 15 issues with her? Well, right. she never even spoke, and that's what pissed me off so much. The fact that she was talking so much, I was like, oh, God, she's going to die. She's like, going to die. No, it's like, oh, who cares where, if you're going back oh and my I'm here for another timeline? All that matters is now, and of course she's going to get staked. I've never seen Good. such a shoehorned in plotline. But yeah. I love that because usually when you have a character who's going to die off pretty quickly, they don't say very much. And for her to have stuck around this long just to, <laughs> just to yeah. get killed, you could have done that like the second issue she was there. Why hang around for this? I know, also, can Why someone remind ever... me because I didn't have time to go back? How didn't? No, G- who came back from space? Somebody died in space and then came G- back. Race. From space. Yeah, space. okay. How'd you get back here again? I don't know. We can read it. <laughs> oh, because venom and the, something. The poisons yeah. and the blood. Oh my lord. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then the other the other death is Cable and that he's was killed cool. by a teenage version of himself yeah. I thought it was going to be Hope I had like assumed there'd be some oh, weird... I thought it was actually going to be Nate Gray like X-Man ooh that would have been probably well I'm interested to see where this goes but yeah. I'm like kind of sad that Cable isn't dead even though he's coming back but I'm like yeah. now we're going to have baby Cable running around in this plot I, I like you know what? If, if we have to sacrifice Cable to get rid of these Enjoy. turds I'm happy no with well that's I really I read, I love the letter in the back because they were like he pitched the storyline as a way to like kill duplicates kill a bunch of clones like just really clean house on a bunch of stuff which is like this to me this probably could have started this back to basic storyline they could have literally like fucking knocked everything out before they did all this stuff no i'm definitely um again i was i knew extermination was just going to be a way for them to just like you know start over and clean house a little bit but i'm actually semi-impressed at like how this story is unfolding i like it a lot it's it's fast-paced um some of my favorite like storylines uh like like crossovers of the last 15 years with the x-men have dealt with cable I love time travel stuff when it's yeah. done correctly. Yeah. Um, I think Ahab is a very compelling villain. Um, I'm into it. Yeah. I would like to see more. But I mean, I'm interested to see how far they're going to get with only four more issues. Like, I think they can... I mean, it seems like pretty tightly plotted. Outside so. of uh, Days of Future Past, has uh, Ahab had a lot of... Roles? No, he's, he's shown up a little bit here and there. Uh, he killed that whale once. Hmm. So whoa, Justice whoa. League number six, or <laughs> why don't we why don't we keep on X Men for a second with Astonishing uh, X Men the annual? What do you think, Clark? Um, I don't know. I wasn't all that concerned by it. It was kind of boring. I don't really. Ca- I don't like X. I don't like him. Well, it was a kind of a Slice of life. weird reference back to like the Lucifer, a character yeah, that we haven't seen or heard of in a long time. Ah. Uh, that's where you're wrong. He's not a man. Like, okay, <laughs> fuck I hate out. X. I never want X oh, yeah. to be in comics again. I like the unnecessarily bad shirts that everyone is wearing. That was very yeah, funny. Right. I like and the fact that he, oh, yeah. he needed oh, to wear bad. that. Yeah, yeah. Was right. I'm like, wait, has was Worthington gay this whole time? Uh, <laughs> he looked pretty fucking gay. My favorite is that Beast is so upset. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Beast's growing giraffe neck. 
Yeah. Like, Beast is a trap house. I love how Beast is like, you took that away from me. I'll be sad forever until I come back in another issue and never talk about this again. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I have, oh, go ahead. I liked how when they're at dinner, she's talking about all the awful things that have happened to all of them, and she's like, Ice, Iceman, uh, Bobby, you, you, you've been fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was, I think I, it was definitely Iceman's breakout issue. Like, I thought he was the most, like, interesting of the issue because he was playing a lot more I love fun. his t-shirt. Hulk Chow- was right. I know, I love it. Yeah. yeah. I, I hated down. him chowing down. Ugh. I still don't fully understand the ending. Did he just like mind wipe them again I so guess, they all just yeah, came back and now they were assumed. happier? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I, I assumed. What is so annoying to me is that they're like Wednesday, and I was like, why would you set this date when you're already telling us this guy already knows who Beast is and that he's back so soon? Why don't you just make it fucking like two days later? Like they don't establish the context of timing, right? No. A and different Wednesday? It just seems so stupid because there's no beginning day. So I'm like, what is the point of putting in a random <laughs> wet, like, oh, it's just a random Wait, Wednesday. there isn't a beginning day? I, no, I, I, I looked. I was like, <laughs> I guess they didn't want to, they didn't want to tell, say how long they, the story was. Oh, no, clear. it was Monday. I'm sorry. Oh, I missed that. All right. There, it was two days later. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was weird they didn't acknowledge that Bobby is gay at all. It's like, oh, like, you know, yeah, when I mean, not really. Yeah, Bobby, you're yeah. a faggot, and because of Xavier, so thank him. For <laughs> he's got a demon inside of he him. Said, he's betrayed everybody, and you're a faggot. Because <laughs> they were talking about, uh, they were saying, uh, Lucifer takes over people's bodies. How do we find the real one? Uh, you already have. You remember Halel, the bartender for last night? And then Bobby says, "Yeah, I liked him. Of course you did, Robert." Oh man, nah. That's a That's reason. What, what all gay men do? just want ABCs all the time? Yeah, Basically. you wouldn't have suck his dick. You <laughs> wouldn't have one of those. Another, another, another big cock? That's the, all bases covered. Uh, oh. The foundation. <laughs> it's not another big cock? Okay. Get another um, snow job. So the art was like hit or miss, but I did like the sequencing of when Warren becomes that was Archangel. Cool. I like that and a lot. Kill, and like decapitates Lucifer. I thought that was really well done. So was Lucifer doing something bad, or... He was just... No, he, he reminded me a lot of the episode of Rick and Morty when Rick is dating, oh, like, Unity, the yes. Unity, yeah. yeah. That's what this reminded me of. I think that's the whole point. Like, you could take all of that away, but then you, he would take... Like, there's a, it's inherently malevolent because he wants to control everything. So, Brent, the shirt that Brent, uh, Beast is wearing at the end with the pineapples? Yeah. You'd look good in that. Thanks. You've got this whole tropical shirt thing going on now. Um, well, those are awful, tacky, giant pineapples. Those are very large pineapples. Um, but I guess to small me... Small prints. Small prints. Yeah, teeny tiny pineapples. No. For some reason, that's no. appropriate. Bold prints are in. One, very in. I'll do one giant pineapple Bold or a hundred tiny ones. Uh, but not a hundred... But it makes it sound like you're saying, like, oh, Brent's fucking, like, blue. A beast. Like, oh, You've got giraffe neck. Look at your t-shirt. It is blue. You've got giraffe neck. Uh, let's talk Justice League. I loved Metal. I liked whatever that fucking introduction was. And I'm slowly getting tired of a million points of exposition. That's what I have to say. Wait, we read two Justice Leagues? We had, we had, well, we read Metal. The three of us read Metal. That wasn't on the podcast, really. And then we... We did. Yeah, we We talked about it. We weren't reading on it. It's just like, it's, it's a lot. I think it goes back to your point. It's like the Doctor Strange plotting thing as well which is like there's lots of narration and lots of suspense building from yeah. the narration but i it just bores me yeah like i think i it's i think it's two different di- i hate x-men gold where it's nothing but action shots and people just saying one-liners i also hate this because they're literally describing 
everything that's happening, and it doesn't sound like anyone... Like, it just sounds like a bad TV show filled with too much content. Well, and then when they have, like, the, the help at the end where they're like, basically, why don't we just embrace the things that have been challenging us and... Not everyone ha- is perfect, but if we all hold hands together, we can fight. And then it becomes like planet versus planet fight. This whole comment's been very... Is that so? Did they summon hope? Is that what it is? Like the hope gem or some shit like that? What's hope like gem? The, yeah, the ending is like they basically... No, like that's the... Uh, that's the life, symbol. right? Right, the life the, lantern. The, life, the, whatever, the white yeah. lantern, yeah. Right. Um, I'm wondering <laughs> if I sat and read all of these issues at Would once. Would you like it more? Would I like it more? Because it is, it's, it's throwing a lot at me. Which I like about it, like it's like not boring, but in like I'm trying to your point out, I'm trying to find a reason to care. It's I think it's very different than other X Men, like our, the X Men books are reading because you can kind of just pop in and play, and a lot of stuff has happened in the past, but I don't really give a shit while I'm reading. All of these things, which is actually the same thing as metal, is like all of these things seem to have been building forever, like the still force kind of idea, and then like there's just a lot of content I feel like I'm missing. Yeah. And I would love to go back and read it. It's, like, stressing me out because I'm, like, I want to see how all this stuff comes together because I bet it's great for someone who's, like, digesting everything that's happening in the DC universe. Well, I, mean, I don't know. Like, I compare this to <laughs> Injustice, which we will do a separate podcast. Woo! But the thing that's the problem about this is that the motivators are I've got X number of objects I've got to attain. Right. And so I know the story is going to allow you know, X minus one number of objects to be obtained right. and the characters have to figure out something and the, 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 solutions, the solution's never as clever as you want it to be. Right. Rather than being motivated by, I think, something more important and philosophical about here's what I'm a character and here's what matters to me. Yeah. This is why I'm taking step to step. The fact that Luther's like, well, doom, doom is all that matters. And you're like, <laughs> Entropy. Well, yeah, and you're like, okay, well, I don't know. What, what do you want? What do you want, Luther? You're so tired. What do you want? Oh, what do you want? No, I um, I wonder if it had been better for them to start with a three issue or four issue storyline and just like done something like that kind of built off of no justice about like how the universe is expanding. Yeah, and done something and then like laid in some like some plot points about like a like a longer story they need they need some more um slice of life like i need some slowdown they've literally gone from crisis to crisis to crisis yeah if this was like um if what they did instead was the source wall was broken yeah and then stuff slowly leaks into this world and they're trying to deal with those leaks one at a time yeah and then eventually they have this right. kind of massive overfill crisis right and about it's about how they're assembling a giant justice league to be able to like plug the hole like basically the, like you know putting like a finger in the dike yeah. uh, of, of the dam that that's broken oh um but scott snyder is a very good writer i will give him that but i remember when he did his batman run right when new 52 launched uh people got uh similarly frustrated with the first storyline that kept going and going and going with court of owls so yeah. And then, like, when the second storyline came in, like, people were like, oh, fuck, now this, I'm, this is, yeah. I'm, I'm super There's dude, They're doing tons of plotting. It's just, like, it's literally, like, three seasons in one season. Like, I'm like, these books are just, like, churning out right. storylines instead of really getting, giving a chance for characters to, like, think or yeah. breathe. Like, let's go ahead and go on to Doctor Strange. Why don't we do Doctor Strange, uh, 
Iron Man and Thor at the same time because sure. they're like three of like well, the Marvel heroes. I, the good Avengers. We do multiple man. We should have done multiple man. You want to do multiple man first? We can do that. And with the X Men stuff. Oh, yeah. I guess we can go back to it. There's so multiple of them. Wood, 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 wood. Use the time stone. Um, I didn't love the second issue, but I really enjoyed this one. Yeah. It's a great issue. I'm, I'm really I'm like digging it. the series so I think much. My favorite thing is the that we've got Beast's uh, corpse. On the oh my god! The, the beast skin rug. Yeah. They had Archangel. Oh my god, that was my favorite thing. Yeah, Archangel was hung up. Yeah. There's Ant Man's helmet. Oh, Cyclops' eye glasses. glasses. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this makes it me was, so happy. Looks like Doctor Doom. Oh, it's so gross. Yeah. It is so gross. That is actually one of my favorite That's tropes a very to see. Skinning. One of my favorite tropes to see in any like All series. Like uh, remember in Hulk Future Imperfect. Where they 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 show his like throne room and it has like or his like uh, his like trophy room and it has like Captain America's shield and like oh, Quasar's bands. And they did lot. that in um, didn't they do that in uh, Old Woman Logan or <laughs> Old Woman Laura? Was it? Yeah, yeah, I think I think they did. Yeah, what is the Old Woman Logan? Because like in the background there's like oh, all these like little stories that yeah. can be told about like what happened to you know these characters. Did Rock Slide make an appearance? Who is that? Do we know? The, that rocky looking helmet in the background. I don't know. I no, that looks like no. Said. That's the rhinos. Cause that looks like rhino. Because okay. there was also two different Ant Man helmets. Yeah, there's Doctor yeah. Doom. Oh, the dog. The dog. Oh, it's the rhino. It's, it's the, the dog rhino. and Spider Man. Why did he kill so many people? Um, oh yeah. He's trying to take. So over. let's look it up. It's Doctor Doom's armor. It's the Fantastic Four car. It's uh, a Sentinel. Oh, it's Lockjaw's uh, yeah, skull. Yeah, exactly. um, Ant-Man, Captain America, Spider-Man. There's so many Captain America shields. Mm, uh, there's Daredevil, Stormtrooper. Like Silver Samurai. There's, yeah, there's um, Spider-Man. Um, there's two Captain America shields. Can you just take a second and just explain this fucking storyline to me? There's a fucking though? Cylon. There's a Cylon from Battlestar Galactica. Where? Look at that. Where? Which one? Right here. That's a Cylon from Battlestar Galactica. Um, Let me see. So, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Madro, multiple man, the version of him was gonna die. He's trying to find a way out, so he teleported back in time. He punched. Uh, right, but he got time. locked away on Muir Island originally because he was like an evil version of the original no. and, Prime. And because no, he was locked away because if didn't he not, he was gonna deteriorate. Okay. Oh, but he said that Jamie Prime was killed. Was they were the evil portion of him, the the Machiavellian portion. And that Jamie Prime was killed, so every permutation thereafter is Has been part of the evil right. version. That was what I thought the he whole said time. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he was removed away. But maybe it was just like I him guess, yeah, that seems kind of. I mean, because we just had all the other versions that tried to stop them all. Like well, the right. I think it's I think it's kind of like pendulum swinging back around. So his like main resting state was Machiavellian. So yeah. all of his original clones were Machiavellian as well, and then. Slowly but surely, they became together. Um, I'm loving this series yeah, very much. Really the, art, the art's beautiful. Um, I hope uh, Rosenberg finds a way to bring him into the X-Men books. I mean, if we're going to have he's him... He's going to be an Uncanny. He's at yeah. least on the front cover of Uncanny. That That's true. That means better than nothing. Let's do the Avengers three-way roundup. Tony yeah. Stark, Thor. Which is, what's your favorite, your least favorite, and then your middle favorite? Thor by 3,000%, <laughs> and then almost there is Iron Man, and then I could give three shits less. Could not give three shits less about Doctor Strange. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Kind of, I it's could, I could, I could go bad, without doing boring. Doctor Strange. I thought we we nixed it, but the only thing I did like about it was this idea that, well, why are you using other people's equipment yeah. and spells and stuff? I like that. Why don't you develop your own? Yeah, and I think that that's kind of a, a very artistic or philosophical flourish on 
why Doctor Strange's powers had weakened in the first place. He yeah. also seems like the new Tony Stark because he's an asshole. Yeah. Like, I, it seems like Tony Stark in his book is actually pretty chill and like having a good time. And he's got like a lot of Whereas good friends Tony around Tony Stark him. used Doctor Strange as an avatar in, yeah. the, yeah, in yeah. the virtual reality. I am all about Jocasta. Jocasta's great. I love Jocasta. that story. Metal is Man and yeah. his fight with uh, I love like the yeah. ro- I love the like, whole like AI rights conversation. Yes. I actually think I liked Iron Man most, Thor next, and then Doctor Strange. I, Iron Man and Thor uh, are neck and they're neck. They're very, I, very different. They're both yeah. very different, but they're both very good. And also, I love the... I, I got a tinge of nostalgia of seeing Iron Man's like original... Or like not his original, but like his um, his outfit from like the 70s and 80s. Uh, the red and gold, uh, like it's, it looks so cool and streamlined and a little retro. I, I dig it. The art from the whole uh, sci-fi world was gr- the um, yeah. virtual reality was work. great. Yeah, yeah. I loved all the debates. I liked every artificial intelligent part of this is so enjoyable. Yeah. Um, but I do think probably Thor is the top for me. Um, it's still very satisfying. There's so much in it that I yeah. don't know it's- and understand, but it doesn't really matter. That each of the characters that are important feel full, and I love the art so much. The art's great, and I love like Hella and Thanos, and like Thanos basically is like, <laughs> "We need to talk." It's like, you came here to break up with me. Yes. Yeah, it was so good. And the goddess of hell to be like that so was like, very. It's yeah. it's very good it's writing. I'm super excited. So to see, good. I want to. Con- I can't wait to see where the continual plotline goes. And yeah. I love that in it was in the in the Tony Stark. Yeah, that there is a reference to the, the West original West Westworld. Yeah, yes. uh, that's the outfit that the ah. lead bad guy was wearing. Actually, that's Rawhide that's, Kid. Yeah. I'll fucking Rawhide murder kid you. Is, is a faggot. Ra- yeah, he's a gay Jesus. man. Yes, Rawhide Kid. They made him gay. Yeah, it was um, I bet he likes Bishop. But parties. speaking of gay, Hella married Carnilla. Yeah. We had a gay gay wedding. A double Thor. double gay. Accidentally, double gay but <laughs> and he was like. Oh. What did she say about the honeymoon? Oh, Wait that was funny. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, it's it's so good. I love like like Loki and Thori together. It's like oh, Thori hate you, but Thori will fight with you. That called them fire burps. Yeah, that kill. Loki took uh, the picture. That all he wanted was a picture of his mother. Yeah. That's a very uh, sad and worthless thing to steal. Thank yeah. you for completing that, because I didn't put that together. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what was that? Did yeah. I miss something? Um, and the next issue is actually going to be uh, going back to the future of like King Thor fighting Wolverine Phoenix. Remember we saw it in the first issue? Oh, like, yeah. 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 I'm not too concerned about. Uh, I don't know. I like, I like future Thor. It's like, going to look good, but I don't really care. He's a curmudgeon. Yeah, I love it. It's great. Um, wrap it up I, what, so, but one thing I liked from this uh, from Iron Man is this scene where uh, Machine Man calls this person a prostitute and mm-hmm. says he needs to get his virus protectors up to date before he sleeps with her <laughs> so Caitlin you have the quick here's what we're reading next time or next time we'll cover I'm pulling uh, it up right now the Polaris well, he says that new we, haircut um, Disenchanted comes out this weekend Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we gotta consume well, we that. We will I talk about that. this channel yeah. for sure. Oh, I'm so Netflix. fucking excited. New Mac Growing Show. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. We gotta definitely gotta talk about that. Well then, why don't I give the scores? Adam with four points. Ooh. Brent with five points, and then tied for first place, Kalen and Clark with six points. What's what's for your why? scoring? Number of letters in our name. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I'll get you next time. I have more Gadget. last name. Next time. So next week. I have more last name. Than him, I mean. Oh, yeah. Everyone does. Uh, stop it. Next time, uh, Mr. And Mrs. X number two is coming out. Uh, we have uh, Venom number five. Ooh. West Coast Avengers number one, which Clark is very excited about. I, I sort, no, I'm excited for the next issue with Tiger in it. Oh, okay. Well, number two. We gotta have number one before we have number two. I'm excited for the second issue. Yeah. Go on. Uh, and we have X Men Gold, boo. But X Men Red, yay! Uh, and then we'll talk about Venture Brothers uh, episode three. We'll have a game of some kind. Perhaps. Prop. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck, Brent. Hopefully right. for you listeners well. So. Alright, we've been Homo Superior. Find us on oh, Twitter. Oh, MVPs. Yeah, I guess we can do MVPs. Oh, I don't know. Pick shot. Yeah. My uh, MVP is from Iron Man. Well, it's Fast, Thor, just say it. Iron Man, it's this dog and this cat because they've shown up yeah. in multiple issues. So yeah. The dumb dog who says Yahtzee and the cat who's furious. And they, yeah. They're going to be continuing to show up. I gotta give it to Thor. I was going back and forth with Iron Man, but Thor, and but my favorite scene is the Beast Rug in Multiple Man. Yeah. Uh, Thor, probably, and then in Extermination, Nightcrawler first appears, and he's really fierce, yeah. and he looks like he's doing jazz hand. Uh, Multiple Always. Man's my favorite book, and I really appreciate that Bloodstorm and Storm have finally gotten to say something in the past two weeks, so they are my MVPs. Hey, okay. And- ah! <laughs> All right. Bye. We've been Homo Superior. Find us on Twitter at Homo Superior Yeah, Podcast. yeah, yeah.